everybody, and welcome to another episode of Plugged In, the Con Edison podcast on everything about energy and what we could all do towards a clean energy future. I'm Philip O'Brien, and my co-host today is Anne-Marie Corbalis. Hi, Philip. Glad to be here. Our first podcast for 2022 is a look ahead to the major trends in the energy industry. It's something of a tradition for us at Plugged In each January. But this new year will be a lot different from other recent years. Let's set the stage. Climate change. We all know it's getting warmer and the weather is getting wilder. But what's not clear is government funding to check climate change and corporate action. We'll find out about Con Edison's strategy. And a lot of that will have to do with renewables and energy storage. And switching from technologies that rely on fossil fuels to technologies that rely on electricity. And don't forget electric vehicles, they are the hot new ride. Our guest today, very appropriately, is our Senior Vice President of Customer Energy Solutions, Lenny Singh. Welcome back, Lenny. Thanks, Phil, and thanks for having me back. You know, I really can't believe that it's been a year already. Uh, Happy New Year and really looking forward to our discussion today. Lenny, one of the major topics of this year was climate change. And power companies around the country are feeling its effects. In another year that saw rolling service outages in California and prolonged outages in Texas, power companies across the country are working to get in front of the impacts of climate change. What's Con Edison been doing? Yeah, Marie, uh, Con Edison has been looking at this in a number of ways and taking a look at how we work in this space. Uh, In fact, in a recent New York Times article, Con Edison's climate study was referred to by experts as the gold standard for the energy industry. And the company has just uh, expanded uh, its clean energy commitment to meet the needs of our customers going forward in the clean energy future. And Lenny, please tell us about that expansion and what else we may see in 2022. Con Edison is looking at the climate change really in from two perspectives, right? Uh, first is the what we call uh, mitigation, uh, which is really reducing our environmental footprint. And the second is uh, adaptation uh, to climate change, which is protecting and strengthening the grid to be resilient uh, to the impacts of climate change. So whenever I hear strengthening grid resiliency, I, I think of a significant investment. How does this factor into our rate case? Good question. Uh, so today, our energy systems provide energy for about 10 million people. And we, we certainly, as a company, remain committed to meeting the societal goals and the goals and expectations of our customers. So we have developed a comprehensive strategy outlined in our strategic objectives to support our plans. Really, at a high level, uh, we will continue to provide world-class safety, reliability, and security in our energy systems. We will also implement the recommendations of our climate action plans to increase resiliency of our energy infrastructure to adapt to climate change. So how are we going to do this? Uh, I think we're going to do this by in a number of ways. One is really investing in building and operating reliable, resilient, and innovative energy infrastructure, really working to advance electrification of heating and transportation, and aggressively transitioning away from fossil fuels to a net zero economy by 2050. And we intend to do all of this while providing industry leading customer experience and uh, help our customers through uh, the clean energy transition. Lenny, as part of its clean energy commitment, uh, Con Edison is committed to building the grid of the future. Could you give us a, a peek at what that might be? 
Our goal really is to deliver 100% clean by 2040. As we transition towards clean, um, our increased dependency on electricity will require certainly increased reliability and resiliency. And as such, we're developing clean energy hubs to facilitate wind and large-scale solar projects uh, expected to be um, built in our territory in the years to come. In addition, uh, we're working to facilitate the interconnection of uh, distributed energy resources across the territory, really to uh, make it easier for our customers to connect to the grid to create that two-way power flow. But just want to make a point of clarification for the audience today is that Con Edison does not generate energy, we deliver it. Um, Lenny, why is battery storage so important? And what is Con Edison doing to prepare the grid for renewable energy? So energy storage uh, is going to be essential to the clean energy transition. Um, it provides uh, really support to the energy grid and balance that intermittency of renewables through a combination of what we see as large-scale solar installations and distributed battery systems across the um, service territory. So we plan to promote and encourage the uh, efficient operation of, of over a thousand megawatts of, of energy storage by 2030 in our area. Folks at Con Edison are thinking a lot about um, how we're going to help our New York City customers comply with new local laws on energy use in buildings. Some of them are grouped together as Local Law 97. Lenny, what can you tell us about those programs? So, Phil, we continue to work with localities to support uh, changes to building codes, uh, such as uh, Local Law 97, that really works to reduce the use of fossil fuels in buildings and promotes uh, net zero building policies for new construction. Our plan really is to continue to invest billions of dollars to reduce building carbon emissions, focusing on what we call deep energy efficiency upgrades, building electrification, and really facilitating the clean energy transition for our low and moderate income customers, which includes uh, electrifying space and water heating for more than 150,000 buildings by 2030. We also plan to continue to aggressively pursue reductions in overall energy use by tripling our energy efficiency programs and plan to invest over $1.5 billion by 2025. I hear the STEAM system might be playing a big role in helping our customers meet these energy goals. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, Anna-Marie, we feel that uh, all our current energy systems have a role to play in in the clean energy future. So we're focused on developing uh, a low carbon fuels portfolio, really to serve those customers that will be very difficult to electrify. Uh, We believe there's a role for our steam system to support our customers through the clean energy transition. So we will really work to reduce the carbon footprint of our steam system, which accounts for about 85% of our scope one emissions. The plan is to do so with energy efficiency, low carbon fuels, electrification of our boilers with clean energy technology, carbon capture and sequestration is another uh, option for us, and in generally uh, offsetting carbon usage with whatever new technologies uh, come forth. As a matter of fact, uh, we have reduced our scope one emissions by 54% since 2005, and our emissions are significantly lower than other energy companies throughout the nation. Lenny, you just mentioned electrifying boilers, and there's been talk about uh, electric cooking. We're hearing more and more about electrification. What is electrification, and why is it important, and what does it mean for our customers? So, Phil, let's start why it's important. So even if the electric grid is delivering 100% clean energy, the building section accounts for roughly 30% of the state's emission. So for us to 
achieve the ambitious goal of the New York State CLCPA. This cannot be accomplished without significant uh, building electrification. So our goal really is to offer programs that helps our customers displace fossil fuel consumption, whether it's heating oil, propane, natural gas, et cetera, with uh, clean electric heating technology. That includes electric stoves, uh, electric heating and air conditioning uh, that can be installed in residence and buildings. You know, change is hard for anybody, Lenny, but can you tell us about some of the programs designed to help our customers make the switch from fossil fuel powered appliances to electric? Yeah, so Emory, our focus uh, on building electrification really started in about uh, the early parts of 2020. And what it does, it offers incentives and mostly financial incentives to our all customer segments to really buy down the upfront cost of space and water heating technologies, uh, including both air source and ground source uh, uh, technologies. Back in the summer, Lenny, you were in the Bronx at the opening of a new uh, curbside charging station. And it seems all summer long, we've been all over the city opening these additional charging ports. Can you tell us why Con Edison is working so hard in this space? We don't sell EVs, electric vehicles. What's this about? Right. So, so, Phil, earlier I mentioned the impact of the building sectors on emissions in our service territory. Uh, similarly, the transportation sector accounts for roughly 30% of the state's emission. As a matter of fact, the transportation sector uh, has continued to increase since 1990. So again, uh, in order for us to achieve the ambitious goal of the CLCPA, this cannot be accomplished without significant transportation electrification. Electric vehicle adoption is expected to speed up over the next two decades. In the U.S. alone, the electric vehicle market is expected to reach roughly 7 million unit sales by 2025. So uh, in our service territory, we believe that property owners and managers need to be ready to meet the charging needs of the millions of new EV drivers expected to hit the road. We currently have two uh, active programs, our Power Ready Light Duty EV Charging Infrastructure Incentive and our Smart Charge New York program. The Power Ready Upfront Charging Infrastructure Program was launched at the end of 2020 with the goal of providing widespread and easy access to EV charging for vehicles like cars and van. The program has about $250 million in customer incentive to cover, in many cases, all or some of the charging infrastructure build out, although it does not cover the chargers themselves. This program is open to a wide array of participants from municipalities and commercial and residential buildings to curbsides and fleet. In addition, we anticipate similar program to follow in a near future that will support medium and heavy duty transportation sectors. And then there's our Smart Charge New York program, which is a managed charging operations incentive program and provides financial incentive for drivers to charge away from the peak operations of our grid, making it more affordable to own an EV and certainly uh, encourages uh, beneficial charging behavior. You're listening to Plugged In, Con Edison's podcast about energy and what we all can do towards a clean energy future. Please follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Our handle is at Con Edison. Now let's return to today's episode. We're here with Lenny Singh, Con Edison Senior Vice President of Customer Energy Solutions, looking ahead to new energy trends in the new year. Lenny, you've told us about climate change, renewable energy, battery storage, electrification, and electric vehicles. Now let's talk digital. Can you give us a 30,000 foot view of the digital landscape for the coming year? 
So, Anne-Marie, we continue really to invest in IT and technologies uh, that will help to advance uh, grid capabilities. Our foundational IT solutions will secure us against cyber threats, and system sensors allows us to real-time monitor and control an increasingly distributed grid. Uh, and the digital landscape is really a key element of the clean energy transition. In the next year, we will be wrapping up our smart meter deployment, work to develop additional technologies to facilitate distributed energy resources in the marketplace, develop and implement new tools to help our customers with electrification of transportation and certainly their buildings. Lenny, dealing with the threats of the COVID-19 pandemic, it now seems to become a way of life. What changes can our customers expect going forward? Certainly, Phil, it's been a, a very tough year for all of us. And we continue to work with our customers on payment agreements that allow them to pay off arrears over time. Certainly in the new year, we will continue to phase in residential turnoff associated with non-payments and continue to communicate with customers about working out payment agreements. While we do this, we will be working with the state to ensure that customers who are due funds from ERAP are protected from shutoffs while funds are being processed. What's the next great innovation in energy? What's your prediction? Last year, you told us that you like tidal energy. Does that still hold? What about hydrogen, fusion, and electric steam? What do you think? So, Anne-Marie, uh, I think tidal energy is still new and certainly continue to uh, be evaluated. And I expect it will mature in the, in the years to come. But I think you're right. Uh, hydrogen, hydrogen technology is, however, much further along. And I expect its adoption to move quicker in the near future as more renewables, uh, such as offshore wind, becomes available during non-peak hours. And certainly with the support from the federal government in terms of funding through the Build Back Better plan. Thanks to our guest, Lenny Singh, Senior Vice President for Customer Energy Solutions at Con Edison. And Lenny, we look forward to January 2023 when we can compare notes again. Great, Phil. Thanks for the opportunity for being here and looking forward to the next discussion in a year. That's our show. And thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Plugged In. If you have a comment or question about the program, you can send us an email to podcast at coned.com. We'd love to hear from you. Also, you can follow us on all our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Our handle is at Con Edison.